0: Dennis tries to defend him and there is an awesome cameo who it's, it's only awesome for you and I and like you know two percent of people who care about such things but we were like oh, what freeze frame is that who I think it is it's radish yeah right behind Dennis <laughs> Radish. And Dennis is like hey man back off Joel S. Rice radish from final exam faint and his little face just pops up behind his shoulder yeah. I was like Holy shit! Is Radish in this movie? And then he disappears yeah. when the fight breaks up, and you never see him again. He has no uh, line Yeah, and we're like,
1: what? but Marion <gasps> and Julia went,
0: what?
1: yeah, <laughs> so excited. <laughs> I can only <laughs> imagine your movie. excitement seeing yes, him. You guys excited. are obsessed with him. We are <laughs> <Pretty> excited, yeah, <laughs> um, for a good reason. Horror movie survival guide is a weekly podcast where two unlikely gorehounds delve into our horror movie notebook from college, in which we meticulously kept track of every film we watched in the horror movie section
0: of our local video store, in our quest to learn how to survive and to ensure we end up as, as the final, final girl.
1: girl. Join Julia and Marion as we revisit the classic and obscure horror VHS we viewed and logged in our notebook, breaking each movie down one by one, peeking out over all the ghastly minutiae. And ultimately, illuminating illuminating the path to to survival. survival. Welcome to Horror Movie Survival Guide. Hi, everyone. Hi. I'm Marian. I'm Julia. This is episode number 65. Uh, Entitled, God,
0: I Hate Rock and Roll. The worst. Talking Uh, about? 1983's Christine. Yep. Directed by John
1: Carpenter. Written by one Stephen King. Yes. This movie was made for $9 million. Okay. Made $21 million. $9
0: million, Really? Yeah.
1: You know what they spent $9 million on? The car. All the cars. Yeah. So many cars. Lots of cars. I don't know how many cars are in this movie, but a it's lot. a lot of cars. And yeah. destroying cars. So much destroying cars. cars. Uh, the tagline for this movie, body by Plymouth, soul by Satan. <laughs>
0: It's one of my favorite things. That's kind of great. one of my favorite things.
1: <laughs> Give that man a raise or woman. Whoever came up with that, like, yeah.
0: please. It's, like, good, it's, a, it's a good tagline. Oh, man, that's really good. Uh, so
1: this film went into production before the book was even published. That's how hot Stephen King was in 1983. Oh, I was like,
0: explain. Oh, I see. Um, Because he's such a big deal that it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, because they're like killer car. Who cares if it's bullshit? Let's do this thing. Whatever,
1: doesn't matter. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was shot. Okay, so this is kind of kind of blow your mind here. Okay, so this was shot (laughs) same neighborhood Uh as Halloween. Okay, this is John Carpenter. All right. Mm -hmm. This movie is set in 1978. Halloween takes place. It is. 1978. That just, like, Could baby. they possibly be just oh, hanging out in the same neighborhood? It's
0: like our, what was the podcast we were having this conversation where it was the like Poltergeist e. and e. Poltergeist. E. House
1: are right next to each yeah. other. Yeah. This is it. Christine.
0: Fantasy. And
1: Halloween take place around the corner from let's each other. Let's never
0: forget this thread and, like, just keep talking yes. about it because I feel like these crossover movies that we have. Oh,
1: they're great. These what-if films. Yes. Speaking of what-ifs, mm-hmm. let's talk about some alternate universe casting.
0: That's my favorite. Okay.
1: As Dennis, we could have had Kevin Bacon. Which I totally see.
0: Easily. Mm-hmm. Except
1: he was like, eh, I'm going to do this movie called Footloose. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I guess, Kevin. I guess, I guess. you're making joke
0: choices. Uh, for Arnie, uh-huh. we could have
1: had Scott Bayo. Really? Eh, I'm not so hot on that one. Uh, I feel
0: like that's trying to throw nerd glasses on Scott Bayo and be like, he's a nerd. Well,
1: the same thing they're doing with Keith Lee Orton, who is adorable. And there's a, like. Better nerd. Oh, I, I argue well, better a nerd. A better choice all around. Yes. Let's okay. just say that. Okay. Uh, Brooke Shields could have been Lee. Of course. Okay. No yeah, problem. Got that. Uh, this could have been interesting. We could have had Nicolas Cage as Buddy.
0: Oh, the, the jerk bully? Yeah. So easily. Uh-huh. So easily. Yeah. He's got some amazing insults. That's that's really interesting. I actually would have enjoyed that a I, lot.
1: I love alternate universe casting. Yeah, it is really fun. Uh, so we open... Uh, in Detroit strong. in 1957. Bad to the bone. Yeah, We're
0: basically it's like cars and a car factory being made. We focus on one red... 1958 Plymouth Fury is that right? Uh, um, it's going to be the 58 that's coming out but yes, they're making it fi- f- yeah. 57,
1: 58. Exactly
0: um, and Bad to the Bone is playing so you're like subtle movie, subtle John well, Carpenter. Which really doesn't make any sense because
1: that song didn't exist in 1957.
0: Details but, um, that's all right. but also it's. I think it's this idea because so uh, this car is going to be Christine and Christine is going to do Christine things so like Christine is
1: born car evil. Okay so I have to admit okay Losing a little Stephen King cred. Okay. Haven't read Christine. Oh, so okay. I can't tell you I know that the why she's evil is different in the book, but I can't tell you what that reason is. Oh. Okay. I'm sorry I failed you, Stephen oh, King okay. fans. No, no, I'm working on it, man. There's sorry. so many books to get through. I've <laughs> Adam obsessed Adam has our thrown producer his headphones. so much. His headphones have fallen to the ground. <laughs> wow,
0: did he walk out? Wow, look at yeah, that. Um,
1: He's done. Well, he uh, we gave those headphones away. <laughs> 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 julia supporters. has not read every stephen king book ever okay so He's we out. don't know what it is in the there's book but many. i feel like in
0: the movie there's she's n- just evil she's just evil. she's okay. red
1: like and and it's that like they don't maybe they didn't pay paint her red maybe because like all the other cards are, are beige
0: oh okay beige yeah and mm-hmm.
1: then she's red and they're okay. like mm, why so yeah. in before she even gets out of the factory yeah she murders smashes a guy's hand in the trunk hood and then just murders a guy for ashing on her yeah seat.
0: she like asphyxiate him i guess with carbon monoxide because yeah he's in there he got a little ash gets on the seat and then like you know the factory closes and they're like where's frank and then they go open the door and like frank like spills out and he's dead yeah so i guess and the just should...
1: like oh shit <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's inconvenient um, so then we flash forward to rockbridge california 1978 but you're right. That's so funny. Like to have a movie where you're like six years ago. Yeah. Like that's such a weird. It is. It's very weird.
1: And 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 I think like I can tell that it's the same neighborhood as Halloween. Could you? Did you look at it and be like, to I be was honest, like, I, it's John Carpenter. So I of didn't
0: super think think of it. I think I was thinking more along because I knew that the time frame between this film and when John Carpenter made Christine wasn't that big. So I felt like I was thinking more just John Carpenter as a filmmaker watching that. But I didn't super think about the neighborhood really. But now that you
1: say it, yeah, you're totally right. So we first see Dennis mm-hmm. who is driving to pick up his buddy. Arnie, yeah. Oh, Arnie's a hot mess. Oh, he's the nerdiest nerd that ever nerded. He yeah. comes out and he's just flopping around all crazy and like spills the trash all over and kind splashes of looks like a Buddy puddle. Holly.
0: He's kind of got a kind of a Buddy Holly thing. I'm so fucking hot for him. Yeah. I can't even tell. Are you? you? Yes. Yeah.
1: I think also even you... as like Uber nerd, I'm like yeah. <gasps>
0: Because what it is, it's somebody who looks like that, but suddenly, if they sort of had all this confidence, we're like, I don't care, like I'm hot, whatever, it's fine.
1: And then you're just like, oh, it's the total package. It's yeah. the total package. Like they're, yeah, um, he's pretty it's, adorable. It's, it's that like puppy dog brown eyes, dark hair, pale skin, some hue. school glasses. Yeah, the the glasses. He's wearing Converse. Like I can't yeah, even no, handle you're it. Fully so. in. Um, I, and I've never seen him in anything before. So I was just like ahead yeah, oh. either.
0: <laughs> my, my
1: heart went weak.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I also like the dynamic too, where like Dennis is kind of the cool kid yeah. who has be, who is like the cool kid who kind of has a good heart, sometimes can succumb to his cool kid pressure friends, but I uh, he really likes Arnie. Yeah. And so he's just like, Arnie doesn't really, like, Dennis is his friend, his only friend. Um, and he is kind of a hot mess that you described. But I really like the dynamic, which again, I think is rare because as we often have talked about in films, horror films, um, the friendship pairings are quite unlikely and you don't really buy it. But I like this one that they're sort of people from two different social stratas. And they're just like, I just like him. Yeah. I just like him. I just like the guy, you I, know? I felt and like... I think that's really cool. And I buy it with these actors. John oh, yeah. Stockwell plays Dennis. And I feel like the two of them do a really good job of like making this friendship though unlikely believable
1: and i i like that they like it felt like they probably like grew up as kids totally so before mm-hmm. there were like social yeah. strata's and then like oh now he's a nerd and now I'm a cool guy but we're still friends yeah and like and he doesn't and i think probably dennis gets a lot of ribbing from his other friends like why are you hanging out with this guy and he's yeah. like cuz he's my friend yeah it's
0: like eh, fuck and off he's do. cool i like him and you. so they
1: have this great conversation where Dennis is like, hey, we're seniors now, so I think it's time for you to get laid. Uh-huh. And he was like, Boy stuff. I don't think so. yeah You need a girl to get laid. So. But then
0: miraculously, there's a new girl at school um, named Lee, uh, who's super foxy, um, played by Alexandra Paul.
1: And she basically shows up and all the friends are like, What? Even though they have uh Kelly Preston just like lurking all the time. Totally. She's like, He's like so, Hi Dennis, what yeah, are you doing, Dennis? So into Dennis, and I love like Keith Gorgon like making fun of her behind her, like uh-huh. eating her head behind. Yeah just being like a total dork.
0: Yeah. And she gets no love. No, not interested. I'm like, so sorry. Yeah, she's like a cheerleader yeah. and yeah, should totally be exactly Gives who the Dennis. look
1: more than anybody in this film. Totally. Not, not interested. even interested.
0: Nope. Um, so then you have this scene where basically you see how difficult Arnie's life is where the bullies take away his lunch and you have this crazy, they're in like metal shop mm-hmm. or like in the garage or whatever. Um, and the, bu- the main bully is Buddy, um, who could have been Nicolas Cage. Um, and he cuts open his lunch like the bag in half with a switchblade and like spills everything, spills his yogurt. And like Dennis tries to defend him. And there is an awesome cameo who it's, it's only awesome for you and I and like, you know, 2% of people who care about such things. But we were like, oh, what? Freeze frame? Is that who I think it is? It's Radish. Yeah, right behind Dennis. <laughs> radish. And Dennis is like, hey man, back off. Joel S. Rice, Radish from final exam faint, And his little face just pops up behind his shoulder. And yeah. I was like, Holy shit! Is radish in this movie? And then he disappears yeah. when the fight breaks up, and you never see him again. He has no line. Yeah, and we're like,
1: Whoa. but Marion and Julia went, Whoa. yeah, <laughs> so excited. I can only imagine your movie. excitement seeing yes, him. You guys excited. are obsessed with him. We, <laughs> we are excited, yeah, <laughs> for a good um, reason.
0: And uh, yeah, so basically, he tries. To, he tries to defend him, and um, um, um,
1: can I also point out uh, mm-hmm. one of Buddy's little cronies, Muchi? <laughs> Uh, so they like get into a scuffle yeah. and Moochie fucking grabs Dennis's junk. Yeah, he does. Like that's his fight move. That's the move.
0: What is that? I mean, that's fighting dirty, I guess. I guess. I mean, I guess the guy's done if you grab his stuff right away. I guess. I don't know, Adam. What do you think? Just punch him. Probably not going to ask him. But yeah, I think that. Yeah, I guess that's that. That's his move. Um, But he also like the buddy is kind of this bully where and I think Stephen King does bullies very well. Yeah. Very well. I'm, I'm having, like, Kiefer Sutherland stand by me, mm-hmm. like, flashbacks right now. But he really does these kind of bullies who are hyper-damaged. Right. Like, they really don't care. So even when the teacher comes and's like, all right, guys, break it off. Like, I'm going to suspend you, blah, blah, blah. He doesn't care. Yeah. Like, he tells one of his lines that he tells, I think, to Dennis, where he says, shut up, cunt face. Yeah. And I'm like, wow that's uh okay and the teacher comes and is like break it up and he's like and he notice, uh, makes him show him switchblade and he's like you're gonna go do this now and he's like no i'm not like just really like the, that kid is dangerous
1: like yeah. that kid's really gonna hurt somebody but the, but the teacher doesn't back down yeah he does like but he gets in his face and he just takes it and stands and like looks mm-hmm. at him and is like okay are you done yeah let's do this now
0: but it's great because i feel like you know stephen king does bullies really well in the sense that you feel like like, what these kids go through is, like, the palpable fear. Like, going to school, like, going to classes, like bringing a pack lunch like these are all terrifying things and kind of the way that he does bullies because it's not so you feel like if these kids go to the dark side or make dark choices it's motivated because they're already in a really dark world already it's not like oh you know the occasional school bully right well
1: it's like in it you have Pennywise, who's like the supernatural threat and then you have henry bowers who's the literal oh my god like (laughs) his problems yeah you know yeah no he does bullies really well and buddy is is no exception um so they're driving home, yeah, uh, and all of a sudden, Arnie's wait, 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 stop, 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 go back, go back, and mm-hmm. he has seen Christine, yeah, uh, and she is who has seen better days in terrible condition yeah. on the like on the front lawn of this guy wearing a crazy back brace corset thing
0: yeah I don't know what that I don't know what that is,
1: wearing. but it makes him look crazy which yeah. I'm sure it was designed it's to like do. a guy
0: who's like a sort of this like beat up old house and he's got he's like that guy that has like you know cars on bricks you yeah. know in his front lawn and everything has a for sale sign but you're like no one's buying any of this um, and you
1: can tell Arnie is like love at first sight yeah. like amazed by and, it and Dennis like what are you doing this car is hideous yeah you could buy a much better car for two hundred and fifty dollars. I
0: know. I was like, like Can
1: you? Nineteen seventy eight, can you? I, I don't guess, know. I guess you can. I guess so. But um, he wants it and he like brings out the checkbook and he's like, Nope, I want her, she's mine and I'm even though that. the guy's like, Well, it was my brother's and
0: and well for him. Will, 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 eh, vague on the details. <laughs> it's all right, just
1: take the car. Take the car.
0: Uh huh. Um, But like, yeah, basically he takes it home, and like the parents are like, "What? No! Like you can't have this. You're so,
1: 17 years old. You can't buy a car." Yeah,
0: and he's like, "No, I'm going to." And it's sort of like the beginning of what will be an act of massive defiance as this movie goes on for Arnie. But we
1: so we see he has a very overbearing parents. that we, We've seen that in, and you know, he's the very kind of like respectful, you know, cowering kind mm-hmm. of nerd who's going to do anything his parents right. want, And this is, like, the first time that he's ever said no. Right. And, like, this is where he's drawing the line, standing up and saying, this car, I want it. Yeah. I, I need to have it.
0: I'm doing it. It's my money. And
1: luckily, he knows how to fix up cars.
0: Yes. So. And he knows a guy, Darnell, who he can, like, take... So
1: greasy. Yeah.
0: Who's, like, uh, Robert Prosky plays this sort of, like, you know, just if you, uh, you feel like he's one of these guys who like owns a garage but it's totally a front yeah. for like you know whatever it's money laundering gambling like whatever is going on looks like he hasn't like washed in years totally he's just, like
1: he's constantly chewing on tobacco I and don't... there's always weird guys in the back room <laughs> up to shady deals and like whatever but, but he sees arnie and he's like uh, i know a creep when i see one like looks at like clean cut kid is like yeah he's a creep yeah and you're like oh but
0: basically the deal is like you can keep the car here and you can work on the car and you can use some of the parts for the car and like all that kind of stuff and you have to pay him some money but basically if the parents won't like let him do it like he's gonna do it anyway and dennis is like okay but like why do you care this much yeah and, it's a garbage and, car and
1: it's the saddest answer of all time because he mm-hmm. says i finally found something uglier than me oh Aww. i know girl swoon um,
0: and he's so beautiful. He doesn't see it. Well, also, he does start to see it because the more he starts working on the car, he starts looking more and more like a greaser. Yeah. Um, where like the glasses start to
1: come off a little bit and the shirts are rolled up a little bit. So and, here's the question I have. Mm-hmm. So, Christine, uh, what exactly does she have some sort of she obviously has like a power over him. Yes. Is the power also making his eyesight better and like making him sexier? Is that part of the deal? Because he loses the glasses. Like when he first mm-hmm. gets his glasses knocked off, it's like Velma on his hands and knees. Right. Like he can't even see to get his glasses. Yeah. So he's clearly got terrible eyesight. But right. then they come off and like he's fine.
0: I think so because I feel like what, I mean, again, having not read the book, so I could be totally wrong. I feel like Christine makes whoever is her new owner like her. So because I feel like Christine has that power cause she can self-heal, as we learn later, I feel like she can give Arnie that power. So I feel like things that are kind of like not, 100% right with him whether it be physical like his eyesight or like his self confidence or whatever she quote unquote fixes that yeah and so I feel like the Pete they if you know but the price of it being it turns you evil basically Um, so I feel like if that's what she can do she just makes whoever her owners are like that I think eventually it leads them off into well obviously there's madness that's dark places come, but there's uh, madness
1: is going to come along but if we're looking on the surface here this is like perfect Julia like transformation it's like mm-hmm. going from like hot nerds with big thick glasses to like sexy greaser who can fix up a car and like a James Dean jacket. I'm happy all the way around.
0: But there's something a little like kind of vampirism about oh, yeah. it where it's like this thing of just like on the outside, it looks great. It looks like a great deal. He becomes cool. The car is amazing. He starts going out with Lee, right. even though that seems like an unlikely relationship. And she like other jocks are asking her out. And she's like, no, I'm busy because she's dating Arnie Den- now.
1: Dennis asked her out. Yeah. And she says no because she's so the, the reveal of them, mm-hmm. He uh, he's been fixing up the car and like because Christine can kind of help him along in that fixing out area, suddenly she's like this beautiful cherry red, yeah. gorgeous car. It's a really pretty car. It's a I'm not even car. that
0: into cars, and that car's amazing. If a guy
1: pulled up in that car, hundred
0: percent, yeah,
1: hundred percent. Like okay, um, so they pull up at the football game mm-hmm. and come out and start making out on the hood of the car, just as, as you do. Just as Dennis is like running with the football, being like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. and then hit so hard Yeah, it's a pretty bad
0: football tackle it's so bad and like
1: takes the helmet off and you can tell he's just in so much pain and yeah oh no
0: that's not good and yeah their relationship has kind of started to fall apart a little bit we're like he doesn't need him the same way that he needed to and he's not kind of nice to Dennis the way that he used to be but basically this injury kind of he gets hit so hard his football career is kind of over
1: yeah um and so like in the hospital with a neck brace and a Full like leg cast, yeah, and he's going to be out of the picture for a while. Yeah, which is interesting because then Arnie just like oh, it just opens the door for Arnie Correct. to have all this free time.
0: Exactly. Um, and so like he and Lee go to a drive-in,
1: kissing in the rain. Yeah, in the car. and like they're
0: you know being really cute, but again, it's like you know as you kind of start to see like he treats, he talks to Christine like Christine's a real person, Mm -hmm. like she's a girl and it's like his girl. But then Lee is also his girl. So there seems to be some jealousy with Christine. And so the windshield gets stuck and the radio goes on and, you know, Arnie goes out to fix it and Lee starts to choke on her hamburger and Arnie tries to get back in to help her and Christine locks the doors so Arnie can't get back in. And like all the lights in the cab kind of come on. And, and there's like really a perfect bright. song that fits every time. Like a 19, death. sort of like a doo-wop 1950s song that perfectly plays that comes on every single
1: time. It's uh-huh. like the signature song. And she can, she, she only plays 1950s songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, and they, they he can't get in, she can't get out. She's yeah. choking, choking, choking. But then suddenly, random stranger in the car next to them <laughs> saves her. Also, I know how to do the Heimlich, so I'll do it right now. never see that guy again. Ever. Mm -hmm. But, like, Arnie comes around, sees this guy grabbing her, and starts yelling at him, and doesn't realize that he's trying to save her life. Right. But then doesn't really feel sorry for it, because Arnie's already started to, like, turn where... And
0: and I like that, sort of, in the beginning, Lee's kind of like, well, like, this seems kind of all fun and games, but then, like, when she realizes, and they drop her off that night, that, like, he didn't really save her, and he Mm -hmm. wasn't, like, and, and she really feels like, no, no, the car door's locked. Like, you couldn't get into me. Like, something's weird with the car. And he won't see it. He's like, what are you talking about? Christine's amazing. You're crazy. And she's like,
1: no, no, I'm not getting back in that car ever. So if you want to see me, like, you're going to have to choose. And it's already kind of clear, like, he's not going to choose her.
0: I feel like Lee does some sort of, I mean, Lee's not really necessarily meant to be our final girl. But I like that really early on, she has this instinct about Christine that she knows doesn't make any sense, but she sticks with it. Mm -hmm. She's like, I know it's crazy to say that a car is jealous. But P.S. A piece of car is jealous. And like, I don't really want to go back in her anymore. And Arnie's like, what? That's ridiculous. And I feel like other characters would be like, yeah, you're right. It is ridiculous. Okay, let's keep dating. But she's like, no, I don't want to be back in that car. Right. And it's like the car me. And he's like, bye. She gives him
1: a lot of chances. She does. And he fucks up every single one. Every and she keeps one. going.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Um, But basically, uh, because Buddy and his jerks have seen Arnie pull up at the football game with the sweet car, they're like, that guy drives that car? I don't think so. So he shows up to Darnell and destroys Christine. Like, they let these actors have a lot of fun, which again... For me, it's like it's this beautiful like 1958 Plymouth Fury yeah. and these. And I understand they bought a dozen of them. So like NBD. But like they just go to town on this car in this kind of like destroy a car montage. Mm-hmm. And it breaks my heart because yeah. it's so pretty.
1: It's so beautiful. And like but sledgehammers. But as an, but the as whole an actor, bit. it's a dream, right? You gotta like, go to town. Going, go destroy this car. And you're like, eh. Oh,
0: okay. And the radio comes on. So it's playing like the 1950s stuff. But
1: here's the question I have. Why does Christine not just immediately retaliate? Why does she like wait and do nothing? Because she seems to be real touchy, right? Like the guy ashes on her seat and she's like dead. So, yeah. why does she let these guys go? Couldn't she just immediately destroy them?
0: Because maybe she is not like up to like full powers yet, because I feel like she lets other people like insult her or hurt her or whatever first and then revenge. So, it's like, because obviously Leon aren't even going out for a while, but she picks that night to suddenly. Use the opportunity. Like, I guess she could have tried to kill the earlier, but she doesn't. It's sort of like, and also, I think too, it's sort of like, it's not so much hurting her, it's like whoever hurts her, her who her owner is. Yeah. And I feel like, Arnie isn't necessarily being hurt in this moment, but it's like when Arnie sees Christine's yeah. damage and has his reaction, then it's like, oh, my boyfriend's feelings were hurt. Uh, death and destruction. Right. Um I think that might be the deal.
1: Because he's he he's he and Lee go go to the go to Darnell's to just he's gotta get his wallet out of the car and then they're gonna go, we don't worry about the car, man. Yeah. We're like, we're done with it. I don't even have to worry about it. And then he sees what happens and
0: And his like heart's like like just, just so crumbling broken. on screen so broken and the parents offer to buy him a
1: new car but he freaks out he freaks out chokes his dad because his dad is like you can't treat us like this like yeah, starts to go for him and he says take your mitts off me motherfucker and chokes him chokes his dad yeah and then lets him go and there's like the moment where they realize what's happened he's like I'm going to hit the sack and just like goes up to bed. <laughs> You're like, wow, Arnie's insane. That escalated yeah, but <laughs> really but The quickly. cool thing about Keith Gordon is like, I buy him when I he's buy it scary. Too. Yeah. Like he's choking his dad and I'm like,
0: damn. No, and it's it's great because I feel like it's a kind of, it's, I like it because it, it still seems like the same character. It doesn't feel like an actor who's like being like, oh, I'm a dork. Oh, now I'm a badass. And right. they're like they're two totally separate people. It's like if you gave, it's sort of like if you gave, kind of a Napoleonic figure sort of like all the power in the world and he's still sort of you still see that strain of insecurity in him and that's mm-hmm. really where all this is coming out from rather than just being like a badass, mm-hmm. you know, like a total switch. I um, just, I,
1: I I, wonder if the book goes more into Arnie's head because I, 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 it does. I would really like to know like where he's coming from because like to him, he's like, oh, nobody really likes my car. I don't know why. It's so great. Mm. And so like where, what is he, you know, everybody just is very threatening and he becomes very paranoid yeah, because they're everybody's like, it's the world against me and Christine kind yeah. of
0: thing yeah well it's interesting too because I wonder if like also I kind of just wonder if from the book point of view like does the book ever go into Christine's head? Mm. Like if you can ever know like what Christine is thinking at these. So, you know, when people are doing these things to like Arnie are doing or is it just like how Arnie perceives the car, how the I car guess, makes him feel? I guess we'll have to read in Things out. to figure
1: out. Um, Another Stephen King book to read. Oh, darn.
0: Oh, darn. Um, so basically, yeah, he sees the car has a, a big like freak it out. A list. <laughs> uh, it's a long
1: list at this point. Yeah,
0: um, But that's when we see sort of the full extent of Christine's powers, because while he's sort of trying to fix her up she starts fixing herself up. Well, cause and she he is,
1: he says, show me.
0: Yeah. Cause well, I think he sees something, he sees her do something and then he kind of backs away and is like, show me. And then she a hundred percent fixes herself right in front of him. And it's just like, Oh, and he's so much more enamored and so much more. Um, but also Christine starts going after buddy's gang, basically picking them off one by one. Mm-hmm. Um, And the deaths aren't super pretty. Um, Uh, As they shouldn't be. Yeah. Moochie
1: goes first. Uh, You ain't mad, are you?
0: Yeah, it's fine because they think Arnie's the one driving the car because the windows of Christine are kind of darkened Mm -hmm. when. So
1: you're never quite sure, as the audience, is Arnie in the car or not? Right.
0: Is it Arnie doing it or is it really Christine doing it? Um, And again, I feel like the way that sort of John Carpenter does this is like 100% clearly the car. But like there's like everyone who is chased by Christine talks to the car like it's Arnie. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, hey, man, it's okay, I'm sorry. Sorry about your car. Um, So they basically chase him. Uh, sort of into like a loading bay and she it's it, the space is actually too narrow for Christine but she squeezes herself in so he thinks he's safe but there's this car that's like squishing itself in so it's like metal scraping and like everything getting dented and it slowly squishes him to death and later a cop says that the car cut him in half It's mm-hmm. so like that's
1: not a good way to go you know cop says that <clears throat> Harry Dean Stanton Harry Dean Stanton who, who shows just up. shows up so late to this movie, and you're like, know. "Hey, Harrendy, where have you Stan, been? I um, saw you in the credits, and I was
0: waiting for you, but here waiting. you are." Um, so yeah, and like, and and Arnie does kind of, you know, briefly stop by the hospital to see how Dennis is doing, and it's always just kind of a dick to him, though. But did you also notice like that weird thing where like he showed up, and when he when Dennis woke up and was like, "Oh, hey, Arnie, what's going on?" And
1: Arnie's like drinking beer, and there's also like lit candles. Yeah, it's because it's Thanksgiving, so I think he like brought candles in a six pack to be like, Hey buddy, happy Thanksgiving. But then it's like, I'm also going to be a dick to you and like leave.
0: Yeah. Like we're going to have a two minute conversation that I'm going to peace out. Uh, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, no, Arnie. And I think that's, this is the, sort of the beginning where Lee already knows something's wrong. Now Dennis realizes something's really wrong. Like, but he's Arnie, also
1: just been like bedridden for basically. months. So he like, Arnie comes in and out and he's like, oh Jesus. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Like yeah. he just keeps getting worse and worse every time he I sees know. him. Um,
0: but yeah, basically Harry Dean Stanton is starting to investigate Mooch's death and kind of, as he thinks, he's definitely suspecting that like Arnie's the one who sought revenge. And, and he's Arnie's the one. not
1: really, he's being quite cold about yeah. it so he's not really yeah. doing he's any, like, eh, who cares? any favors. Fine.
0: Um, And also things between he and Lee have gone real off the rails now where like he has that
1: phone call with her and oh he just God. screams at her like a crazy person. First he's like I love you. I've made a mistake. Let's fix it. And then she's like I don't know. And then he's just like fuck you bitch. Hangs up. You're like Wow! But
0: then he picks up the phone again. Like, Lee, are you there? And I'm like, Oh my God, Arnie, get it together! <laughs> like, it's like, this is not, this is not gonna fly. This is not gonna work. Um. So Christine then chases Buddy and another friend, and then you have this amazing like gas station where like she runs into a gas station and they jump out of their car. Um. And there's like gases knocked out and, and she like
1: smashes their car and runs over their guy. A guy. Gas yeah,
0: exactly. And then chases Buddy. He's the only one left. But her, she's on fire. Explosion. So it's a car on fire fire chasing you down a lonely dark road while you're running um there's that's, that's not good i have
1: no idea how they did sh- like because there's the shot of the car leaving the gas station while super on fire how is there a stuntman in that car don't no know. don't know like i understand if it was like straight line roadie re- remote controlled whatever but this is like clearly a person's driving that car yeah how and are like they- all of it's on fire yes. it's not
0: just like the hood and the roof are on fire later whole it's thing's like, on fire. they've toned
1: it down a little bit because there's someone in the car i get it but like yeah. that first shot i'm like oh wow, wow. yeah nope Horror mm-hmm. movie survival guide tip though. Mm-hmm. If there's a killer car running when you're going and mm-hmm. they're like, don't run down the middle of the road, man. Yeah, he
0: does run down the middle of the road. Why would
1: you do that? <laughs> don't know. Don't know.
0: Also, it's like never get out of the car because like you're never gonna win. It's like the don't bring a knife to a gunfight kind yeah. of situation where I'm like, Don't bring running to a car chase because you're gonna lose like really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, but he does, and so bunny get uh, Buddy gets run over. Uh and so he sort of left rolling in the road on fire. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. It's not it's not a good way to go. Um so basically burned out Christine returns to Darnell's um and uh that's when you kind of realize that like Artie isn't driving
1: it um and because Darnell comes over and is like, right. hey, "Hey, what is happening?" Mm-hmm. Sees there's no one in the car. Gets in the car. Yeah. Gets in the burned out car. Never get into a car that appears to be
0: driving itself. I feel like that's a really good horror movie survival guide tip. Yeah, it's just absolutely like don't yeah. even don't op- don't open to be like, oh, but there must be a mechanism. I <coughs> sure right. don't. No. Especially about if it. It. it's
1: like still smoldering yeah. from being on fire.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because he you know, tries to open the car door and it burns his hand. Yeah. And then he gets something to open it and then slides into it. I'm like, what are you doing, Darnell? You seemed like kind of a,
1: a smart guy, Darnell. Seems
0: savvy. But yeah, when it comes to magical things, not so much. Too bad
1: you're gonna get smushed. By the steering column.
0: Yeah. So basically, like, Christine pushes the seat closer and closer to the steering wheel and squishes him to death. Lots of squishing. She's Mm -hmm. into squishing people. Um, As a
1: car, your killing methods are limited. Yeah. But I feel like she goes the gamut of what she has available. (laughs) This is true. I Um, think it's cool. She can just make someone choke. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. No, definitely can. That seems like beyond a car's power, but she's got that. No, she can do that.
0: Um, and play you a nice song while she does it. Uh, yeah, because that's again, because whenever these deaths happen, it's like a rock and roll song it comes on every single time. Um, So basically, Arnie is told about all the deaths Um, and uh, Dennis and Lee kind of start talking to each other and they're just like, OK, listen, this thing between Christine and Arnie is not all right. Arnie is not all right. And they decide that they have to destroy Christine. And that's what they're going to do, which I feel like if you're in that situation is a pretty good plan because it does seem if you want your friend back that the car does have to go. Right. But like you are up against it, like it's not a joke, like. And I like that uh, they have the like, you know, they uh, scratch on Christine yeah. Darnell's tonight. Yeah, I'm like, that's a pretty good. Move. It's good
1: because he knows he's gonna piss Christine off, yep. which is what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have like first they think they're gonna have like a New Year's Eve party. Yeah, like Arnie picks him up, and
0: we'll be friends again. We'll be friends again. He has that funny line too, where like he picks up Dennis and Christine, and when he backs out the car, he says, "Let's motivate." <laughs> like, they're going to pull out. And I was like, God, that's such a dork thing to say. Because like, <laughs> he's still a dork. Because he's still a dork, yeah, which I kind of appreciate. And, like, yeah, like, Lee kind of follows them and they're, you know,
1: drinking beers. He and he tries to get him to toast to the death to the shitters of the world in 1979. It's like a
0: crazy monologue he has where yeah. he's driving without holding the wheel. And Dennis is like, Jesus, man, you are, like, so far off the rails. Um, But, yeah, like, you kind of understand. It's one of those interesting things, too. And I've often thought, like, oh, in horror movies, this is where I would get screwed a lot. Because it's one of those things where I feel like sometimes your friend has gone too far down the rabbit hole, and they're not retrievable, but you still try anyway. But in the trying, it might be your undoing, Mm because you're just like, leave them, they're dead weight. But then Mary would be like, but no, I can save her. I can bring her back, Julia. Julia's like labor variant. <laughs> and yeah. Um, so I this feel like what
1: this ho- this podcast is for. is I to know. like hone your final girl skills. Yeah. So when this happens, you'll I know. leave that person behind. But I feel
0: like I'm Dennis in the situation where I'm like, I can save him. I can bring Arnie. But like in this, but Arnie's so far gone in this monologue that you're just like,
1: Eww. I like how how it like how quickly Christine like destroys Arnie, like yeah. mentally just takes him down because yeah. he seems to be a really smart guy. And like they you know, they talk about they have Dennis had found out that the previous owner of the car killed himself in the car. Yeah, uh, Christine also killed his wife and his five-year-old yeah. daughter, um, and countless, however many yeah. people have died in this car. Um, so, the, like, Christine's really like just like quickly, yeah, going through people. But
0: again, I feel like now that I'm saying this out loud, it feels like again I'm seeing this other sort of relationship to sort of vampirism, where like it's like it picks the right people. It, it's sort of like we were talking about when the podcast about interview with a vampire. We're like with a vampire, it picks people who would say yes. Mm-hmm. It picks people who are like at a point in their life where like this seems like a better deal than whatever shitty deal they're currently embroiled in. Right. And so I feel like does part of, part of Christine's power is she takes somebody like... I feel like... If Dennis bought Christine, this movie wouldn't have happened. Right. But because Arnie bought her, it's like this person who picks her. And he
1: longs to be cool and to be popular and to be...
0: And it takes everything that's like negative in his life and just kind of turns it evil and Mm -hmm. makes him evil, you know, because this thing with Lee should be like, you know, I mean, he's got a, you know, great girl, great friend, uh, what you know, but like the whole thing goes way off the rails. So... That's interesting. Mm. Ha, 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 ha. So we um, have a
1: big Darnell's garage finale.
0: Yeah, basically, where they show up and uh I, the plan seems to be like uh Dennis can drive a bulldozer he apparently. Can hotwire a
1: bulldozer. <laughs> Wire a
0: bulldozer, that's right. Um and so the plan is is yeah, like they're gonna use the bulldozer to kind of smash Christine, but Christine is already there and is hiding under boxes. Like, how did Christine put boxes on herself? Details
1: Christine knows all. Christine
0: knows all. And so she basically starts uh chasing them and smashing and like because Lee was outside the bulldozer, Dennis is like, Lee, look out. And so there's some really great, like, a person running right in front of a car that is really close on their heels. And Lee has a great, like, she's running and she's not going to outrun the car. So she leaps up and grabs, like, a pole that's right ahead of her. So she pulls her feet up and Christine goes right underneath her. Um, And I love that sort of production design element where after the first couple smashes, Christine's fender looks like teeth. Mm -hmm. Like it's kind of dented in such a way to look like teeth. And I was like, I I see what you're doing there, John Carpenter. I see what you're doing there. But
1: uh, sadly, uh, Arnie, uh, during the fray, because Mm -hmm. this time he was in the car. Yeah. uh, So it's never super clear. I was going to ask you if this was clear to you. He could have been in the car
0: the whole time. Or he came back to the car and saw Darnell's Tonight. And Dennis uh, thought it was meant just for Christine, but Arnie saw it and was like, "Fuck you. Uh, I know this is you."
1: I, I But like thought, what I, he was
0: so down the rabbit hole, he was going to kill Lee? I
1: I yes. Sure. Okay. I think I think everybody's disposable now. It's okay. Just him and Christine against the world. Got it. Okay. But I mean, Arnie could have been in the car in all of these deaths. Do you think so? It's possible.
0: But his reaction seemed to be genuinely
1: like, "Mmm." Or well, his reactions are kind of... Uh, oh, okay, okay, okay. I feel like it could go either way. Okay. But uh, comes stumbling out of the car. Yeah. He gets Super injected. bloody like, with a glass. big piece of glass in his stomach and just...
0: Yeah. Sorry, Doesn't
1: does end well for you, Arnie. And
0: he has like a last like fondly touches Christine yeah. and then death.
1: Yeah, it's like t- like like you would be caressing the face of your lover as yeah, you were dying. But it's a car. And he was not wonderfully rewarded. No, he was not wonderfully rewarded.
0: Um, but Christine is still alive and ticking and so Artie's dead Um, and Lee gets now, back into Now the she's really mad. Yeah, she's really mad. And so they have to end up doing this thing where like they basically like crush her into like they go run the bulldozer on top of her and end up crushing her into like a little cube mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and kind of keep her and like leave her in the junkyard Um, and they briefly hear the rock and roll music playing again and they like turn back and they're like oh, to the cube and it's just a, like a junkyard guy walking by with a, with a radio um, and that's when Lee says the title for our
1: episode. God I hate rock and roll but um, then we cut back to Christine Cube and there's just a little wiggle and a little piece starts to straighten out from oh. the cube.
0: Bum, bum, oh. bum, which I bet you anything is in
1: Stephen King's book. Um,
0: So uh, do you want to do a Gore
1: Factor? I would love to. Gore Factor... One, not enough blood to fill a Dixie cup. Two, a puddle of blood. Three, enough blood to gross out the average viewer. Four is a bathtub of blood. And five is run for the barf bag. We have gave Christine a two and a half a puddle of blood, it's, and a little more.
0: It's really Arnie's death. Like, that's basically... Like, the kid getting squished, like, ain't pretty. We don't um, really get to see much. Yeah, but I feel like Arnie's death is, like, kind of the worst thing. Um, mm-hmm. Which is actually a pretty well-done movie. Like, well done. Like, yeah. your main character is, like, yeah, they're, they're the one that gets it. Um, Movie rating is zero to five chainsaws. One, if you're desperate. Two, barely qualifies as a horror film. Three, seen worse, seen better. Four, is not too shabby. And five, is fantastic oracle. I gave this a three, seen worse, seen better. I gave it a four and a half
1: because because Keith Gordon's adorable, <laughs> and also Stephen King, and also, and also Stephen King, and also, also all the things you like, John Carpenter, and also 50 stuff, and also I liked it. Yeah, I mean,
0: I will say for especially on in John Carpenter's hands, I feel like for you know Killer Car, it's pretty good. I was impressed with. I mean, I I feel like the concept is kind of only as scary as they can get, but I do enjoy the idea of like the car possessing the Mm -hmm. occupant. And like, so it's not just the car that's evil. So it's like, you wouldn't have that same trope of every time someone got in the car, it's like the car's taken over. Oh no. But like it turns its owner evil.
1: And chooses people. Yeah. Like I I want, I want you.
0: Yeah, definitely. So I think that, I think that was pretty good. Um, so thank you so much for listening, everybody. Um, if you uh, like this podcast and are enjoying what you're hearing, if you could leave us a review or a rating on iTunes, we would super appreciate that. That helps
1: people Only find Only the us. good ones.
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't be honest, you jerks.
1: Um, no, just be honest be if you us. love it. If you don't. <laughs> and the rest uh, of you don't really hear about.
0: Um, and you can also find us uh, on Instagram and Twitter where we Facebook. are facebook we are the letter r into survival we we have all kinds of fun conversations every mondays when an episode comes out
1: we do we have uh, any kind of any any questions you might have you go meme crazy you want to talk about you want to talk about stephen king i'm always down 100 <laughs> i am your girl also if you want
0: to tell us like how this book actually goes or like what the premise is behind christine we'd love to hear it because we have not read it so. i want
1: a good um actually post i want um, one of actually, those so uh, bad in, the, on, in chapter 14 <laughs> um, I'll, I'll read it It'll no get, i'm down there. for it okay. <laughs> uh so um, uh, next week, we're going to talk about a film, A uh, Little Scene, mm-hmm. uh, that scared the hell out of me as a kid. I'd never even heard of this movie. So it's like, I, I will what? tell you the story of next week. Okay. You'll get to hear all about how it freaked me out as a kid. Oh, okay. Uh, this is The Believers
0: from 1987. From
1: 1987.
0: Yeah. So if you don't know what we're talking about, because I sure didn't, <laughs> join us next week. <laughs> we will see you then. <laughs> Bye, guys.
1: Bye. We're into survival.